Hi, I'm Coach Corey Wayne, and this is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of today's newsletter is going to be Never Apologize for Wanting Her. If you have a woman that you like and that you've asked out, or you're going to go out on a date with, or even when you get rejected, because, I mean, let's face it, the bottom line is, is the majority of women that you find attractive and who are single and available, they're just simply not going to feel the same way. And so you want to show up and you want to treat women all the same. And when you look at what political correctness has done to relationships and dating, I mean, all the TV shows and movies always portray men as being just pathetically afraid, especially of beautiful women. You know, of women in general, but especially the really pretty ones. They teach you to be scared, to be afraid, to apologize for liking her. And so what happens when these guys ask a woman out that they like and she says no or she says, oh, I have a boyfriend, where they say, oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't know. Oh, I had no idea you were in a relationship. Oh, my God. Oh, God, I'm so, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to offend you. That's usually what they do. And the way guys who are successful with women, the way they look at it is, hey, if I'm going to ask somebody out, my interest and my attraction to her is a gift. It's a gift from me to her. I'm in essence celebrating her beauty and acknowledging her beauty by asking her out on a date. And even if she's in a relationship, she has a boyfriend or maybe she was engaged or married and you didn't notice the ring or whatever, or maybe she wasn't wearing it. It shouldn't be a big deal. You should look at it as a compliment because if you get turned down, hey, you know, it's, it's her loss. She has no idea what she just missed out on. And you should really feel that way. That's the way you should look at it. All men that are successful with women look at it that way. They realize that, hey, if I put myself in a line and ask her out, even if she turns me down, number one, what's going to happen is she's going to walk away feeling good about herself. Why? Because a man approached her and found her physically desirable and attractive and he communicated his interest without fear. But instead, when you show up and she tells you, oh, I'm in a relationship, or I have a boyfriend, or I'm married, and the guy goes, oh, I'm really so sorry, oh my God, I didn't make you want to make you feel uncomfortable, and blah, blah, and they keep talking, and they keep apologizing for it, and they actually end up doing exactly what they say they're trying not to, which is make her feel uncomfortable. And so he ends up walking away from it, feeling embarrassed and ashamed that he asked out a girl that was in a relationship. And she just walks away because she realizes it's just another fucking guy that doesn't get it, that doesn't understand attraction, doesn't understand what women want. And she, she just walks away thinking, you know what, I'm so glad I'm not single and having to put up with bad pickup artists like that. Because most of the guys are that way that they meet. And you don't fucking believe me, start asking women those questions. Ask the women things about the shit that guys do to turn them off. When they get approached, and you'll you'll be horrified, you'll be mortified at some of the stories and the shit that they that they share with you, and you'll actually start to feel sorry for women and what they have to go through and what they have to put up with when they get when they deal with guys like this. <clears throat> I got an email here from a guy who is serving overseas in Afghanistan. He's I don't know if he's still in the military, but he's over there. He's training the Afghan National Army, and so he spends a lot of time away. And so basically what happens, he got, when he was back on vacation, I don't know if it was in the States or whatever, 
he was home and he took out this girl that he's been known for five or six years that he's been friends with. I guess, you know, she's single now and he's recently divorced. He was married for about 12 years. So he does he does great asking her out and then he overthinks everything because obviously when he's back on base, he's gotten a lot of time on his hands. You know, that's kind of the way it is when guys are deployed. It's like you're either working or you're sitting back at the base and you just, you got a lot of time in your hands when you're not, you're not doing something to think about things and overthinking things. And I'll read it to you and you'll see, you know, it's got a lot of great stuff that I can comment on. It says, I just read your book for my, how to be a 3% man for my Kindle. I see how I've made a mess of my situation. I already knew it was a mess, but now I'm learning about why. I got divorced after a nine-year marriage last May and was with her for about 12 years total. I don't get to have the relationship with my kids I'd like, even over the phone and things with the ex have not been that great, largely because she keeps asking for extra money. I cut her off on that now, though. Was trying to think of my kids before, but I've had enough. She'll have to work it out. She already gets an exorbitant amount of money every month. I'm working in Afghanistan right now. I went to see my kids over Christmas except for a trip home to bury my mom. I appreciate your service, man. Thank you for what you do. While planning my vacation, I asked a good friend to dinner and set up a date while back there. I started thinking about all kinds of stuff, just like you mentioned in the book. Long-term relationships, on and on. You know, like what your kids are going to look like, all this kind of shit. And women are just looking at dates thinking, hey, well, I'll just go out and see what happens. So, he says, that's it. one thing that guys in the military, because obviously you're taught to take action, you're taught to do things. And there was an article I wrote called The Black Swan of Cairo, talking about just, just that, the illusion of action, so to speak. And what guys do, thinking, you know, when it's quiet and you're waiting to go on your date, maybe it's a few days or a few weeks or maybe a month in advance, and you're thinking about it, and... You know, what happens is you think, oh, I have to do something. And so what these guys is they start giving gifts and calling too much and sending and complimenting constantly and excessively. And nine times out of ten, the date ends up getting canceled and they scratch their head wondering why. I've known this woman and been friends with her for about five to six years but barely had more than email contact for around three years. Originally it was just dinner. Then I invited her to the nutcracker good seats and a nice steakhouse after so fill in the details she knew it wasn't cheap women don't want your stuff dude they want you so stop trying to impress women with going out and doing things or spending things or being concerned about how much money you're spending or how much money you're spending on a steak dinner the key is to focus on taking her someplace it's quiet, that you can have fun, that you can joke around, and you can be playful, and you can enjoy each other's company and get to know each other. Obviously, you know this, you've known this woman for a while, but that's the whole focus. Because if you go out on a date and, and you make a, a big-time date, then you, I mean, you're kind of setting yourself up for the future. It's like every date after that's a letdown. So he says here, uh, it wasn't actually just to impress her, though. My first thought out like that in ages and my only real adult time without my kids while home, so I didn't want to go small. I think I understand with women, less really is more, especially in the beginning. Big dates are the type of things you reward your girlfriend or your wife just because you want to treat her special one night every once in a while. Well, this particular girl hasn't earned it. You haven't even kissed her or you hadn't even gone out on a date with her. And 
you know, you're talking about getting a limo and, you know, doing all these crazy things. And, uh, you know, good, good news is he says, I asked some female friends for advice because I felt like I was out of control. It was like, you definitely were. And obviously they were some good friends because they told you, like, dude, you need to tone it down. They tried to help me and rein me in. Eventually it was down to just a nutcracker and dinner. Just something simple. It's all you got to do. You know, she's there because she wants to to have fun with you. She doesn't give a shit about the play or the dinner or any of that stuff. She wants to be with you. That's why she's there. The date itself went well, I thought. It was later where I screwed up so bad. When I asked her out, it was really just as a friend. Then other feelings crept in. If those feelings were there before, I don't think I knew it. I mean, come on, dude. I think you always in the back of your mind have liked her and just now you had an opportunity we could actually do something about it. I saw her at a business meeting. Afterwards, I told her I had a gift for her. It was a Christmas gift, but I just said a gift. You don't give gifts to women that are not your girlfriend or women that you haven't even gone out on a first date with. I mean, look at it this way. Did she have a gift for you? Obviously not because you didn't mention it. So it's obviously inappropriate. She said to give it to her later. The next day, she said, as my friend, she wouldn't feel comfortable accepting any more than the dinner. And you hear what she said, as a friend. So she's already telling you, like, whoa, dude, you need to slow down. You're trying to do too much too soon. You made her feel uncomfortable. Because a gift is just simply, it's inappropriate for the stage. The next day, I called and left a message. Poor choice. I did it while she was at work, and I was driving on icy roads. I ended up leaving... a. 10, 10 voicemails and 50 minutes of messages to say what I wanted. You never do stuff like that. It's like you basically called her and puked all over her through her phone and her voicemail. Told her I loved her as a friend and a bunch of stuff I can't remember. But part of the messages were just me, me saying, hold on while the car was sliding around on ice and stuff like that. Part where the, hey, it's me again. And this is the illusion of action. You're like, I got to do something. I got to tell her how great it was and how awesome, how good I'm feeling. That's basically what you're thinking inside. You're trying to do too much too soon. You're trying to rush through the whole courtship and relationship phase when all you really have done is gone out on one date. Uh, let's see here. He says, she texted me after the voicemails and basically asked me to stop. Actually, it was, she said, I've been in meetings all morning and saw 10 minutes phone calls and 50 minutes of voicemails please stop i'm grateful for your friendship and thankful you understand translation she's saying back off dude you're making me feel uncomfortable you're starting to act like a stalker basically i emailed and text her back apologizing i hadn't realized i called that many times come on dude you know told her i would understand if i never heard from her again that's weak you don't say shit like that Mentioned that by then she had to know I was wondering about me being more than friends. You don't ever bring it up. The idea is to create a romantic, fun-filled opportunity for sex to happen. That's what we call a date. Plan a time to get together and go out and do something. That's it. You don't talk about relationships. It's inappropriate. It's totally fucking out of sequence. The more a guy talks about his future with a girl, the more he's going to lower his chances of actually being in her future. Uh, let see. I, I emailed... Apologizing. Let's see. And then he says, I told her the friendship was more important. I think that's BS. It, it told her that I knew I may have destroyed the friendship. She emailed back the next day saying, Friendship not destroyed. Relax and have a Merry Christmas. You have communicated to her that basically you don't understand attraction. And you've also communicated that you're 
not really that successful with women. At dinner, I told her I had a cookbook for her that was purchased to support a charity and wanted to give her one. She agreed to accept it. Before I came back to Afghanistan, I emailed her and asked if she would accept it. Uh, let's see. So basically, she ignored his email and he sent her a request for uh, some kind of game on Facebook and she just ignored him, basically. Here's the deal. That communicates that you made her feel uncomfortable and you're continuing to apologize to her is further communicating your weaknesses and you, and you really don't know what the hell you're doing. So cut it out. I think I want to send her a letter to try to fix all this, but I just don't know what to do. There's nothing to fix, dude. She already told you that. Don't send a letter. You're obsessing over something that's really a non-issue. And besides, if your friendship's so important to her, I wouldn't do anything at this point because she's already ignored you. So at this point, I wouldn't do nothing. Don't call, don't contact, don't email, none of that stuff. If your friendship's really that important to her, she'll eventually email or text you to see how you are and what you're doing and what's going on. But more than likely, you've made her feel so awkward, there's a good chance you won't hear from her again. So I'm the kind of guy, I'm kind of like the guys you mentioned. I've written numerous versions of the letter and I haven't said anything. Like I said, like this is your insecurity and your weakness that you're trying to make up for. And so you don't need to involve her in it. What you really just need to do is focus on yourself and becoming the best version of yourself that you can. Let's see here. Uh, uh, if I can at least salvage a friendship, that's truly important to me. I think what's really important is you wanted to get in your get into her pants, but you messed it up because you were overeager. It's like, see, I think, but I'm not sure I want to explore other possibilities, although that seems unlikely. I'd say, yeah, it's a pretty good chance that you don't have any chance with her romantically. Let's see. I mean, so the only thing you can really do is just suck it up, man up. Just, hey, you know what? I fucked up, and that didn't go so well. So you learn something. So next time around, when next time you're going on a date or after you've gone on a date, you're not going to call the chick the next day and leave 50 minutes of voice message puking all over her and telling her how wonderful the friendship is to you because you're basically communicating that I really like you and I really want you but I don't know how to act I don't know how to be appropriate I don't know how to communicate it and show it and reveal it to you slowly over time you're just communicating that you really don't have any idea and that's just it's not a good position to put yourself in with any woman because all you're gonna do is get rejected 